0: And now, coming at you from the Five Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee, this is The Drop Set with your host, Darren Starr. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 194 of The Drop Set. This episode is going to be all about breaking down the show from this last weekend before we get to that um let's take care of the business at hand i did mention there's gonna be some changes coming soon right well we still don't have those changes you know i've been a little busy with other stuff lately so um One thing that will be coming is a uh, more scripted intro to the podcast where I will say things like, um, please call in with your uh, questions, discussion topics, leave a message. The number is 865-518-2974. This podcast is all about you guys. I want to know what you want to talk about. So we got to cover that. Um, So call in, leave a message. We'll play it on here. If you've been listening for a while, you know how that works. You know how that sounds. Um, Check out the website, thedropset.com. We have a poll up there i'm gonna leave this one up for one more week regarding bcaa's do you use them do you not let me know and if you have thoughts on that why or why not um you can call in and talk about that too um we have episode archives. And also, um, as we return back into doing interviews, the videos for those will be up there, um, as well as links to information and details about our guests that we have online as well. So, um, now to keep the podcast going, um, you know, it's, it's not a financial thing. It's an ego thing. I need you to stroke my ego a little bit. So, um, you'll never be charged for this podcast. I'm not going to make you listen to a bunch of ads or anything like that. I just need you to stroke my ego a little bit. So if you enjoy these episodes, share them on, Social media, tag me um on Instagram at Darren underscore star. Really appreciate that. Um, if you like what you hear on this podcast chances are if you have friends that are bodybuilders as well they will also so tell them about it um and uh be loud be proud um wear the swag that is not yet available but will be soon at the dropset.com as well so that'll be coming soon too um and uh if you listen on a platform that allows you to leave a review please do um and be honest you know i'm not going to say it's got to be a five-star review but um you know be honest be true to yourself and you feel like man This podcast is great, but Darren's a real pain in the ass, and he can be real hard to listen to sometimes. Eh, I can take it. I can take it. And finally, um, we do have a private Facebook group. If you go to Facebook and search for the Drop Set listeners, request an invite there. Um, not a lot going on there yet. Getting on the ground floor, however, and uh, you know it's you your chance to interact with other people who listen. You can share and post your own progress and results. I will be doing that for myself as well going forward. There's going to be additional polls. We're going to run some contests and have all kinds of cool stuff like that in there. So with that being said, without any further ado, let's get in to it. As you may know, I did a show this last weekend. So I'm going to talk about that. Um, I uh, I won't bury the lead. I mean, everybody wants to know, like, how'd you do? It? And the answer is, I don't know. Um, so the way shows work are uh, typically, there's always a little bit of variability here. Um, they will announce the top five and everybody else gets a big old, "Eh, I don't know. And that's the category that I'm in. I don't know. Uh, I didn't make top five. So I did two classes in classic physique. Um, I did masters 35 plus and I did open, um, masters 35 plus had 10 in it and open had eight. I did not make top five for either of those. Um, I would say I was kind of surprised, um, looking at the guys backstage, everybody looked good. It was going to be competitive. There weren't any slouches. Um, but I didn't see the top five being like heads and shoulders above me or anything like that. So, and again, that's me judging with my own eyes, which might not be super fair. I don't know. Um, and I haven't seen, uh, uh, comparison photos or anything like that. You know, my wife took a few photos from the audience. Um, and, uh, I could see in some of the groups I'm like, all right, well, I see pluses and minuses here, and you know even in photos, I always want to pick apart everything on me, but it's like you know i don't I don't look out of place or anything like that. I think it's totally appropriate um we'll We'll get into the details of how it felt up on stage. uh have some thoughts on that uh but uh the the moral of the story is i don't know I don't know how I finished uh, I could be dead last in both i don't know um at the end of the day. Um, I felt really good with how I showed up. Uh, I thought I looked on point. Pretty happy with that. And uh, if that wasn't good enough for the judges, eh. Who cares? Uh, It's all about me at the end of the day. So I would have loved to have done better. I would have have loved to have placed and walked home with some hardware, but wasn't meant to be, and that is okay. So um, you know, I don't feel like it was a waste of time or anything like that. I don't feel defeated. Um, If anything, uh, you know, I'm gonna we've got to do a little bit of a breakdown, but I'm just waiting on you know some official photos to show up so that I can really do some proper comparisons and sit down with Coach and hammer out you know what we think they were looking for. Try and get some feedback from the judges, even though that's really often a fool's errand to try and get any kind of useful commentary out of them. Um, but we'll see how it goes. So, um, so going back to, let's go back to peak week. So I tried to do, I tried to record this episode on like Tuesday or Wednesday of last week and I got about 10 minutes into it and I was like, Oh fuck this. Uh, that's pretty much how last week was going. I just, you know, the energy wasn't there. All I wanted to do was sleep. Um, I had to pee 4,000 times a day. Uh, so It started off, um, Saturday, one week out. Um, I had a high carb day, which was kind of nice last leg workout. And then there were no days off up until Friday. Um, Friday was, uh, the first day of no cardio, the first day of no lifting and well over a week. So, um, that was the day before show day. So at one day out, I finally got a little bit of a break and that was nice. The rest of the week was about, you know, kind of ramping water up and then dropping it back down. Carbs really just kind of, um, they, spiked up on Saturday, down to almost nothing on Sunday, they spiked up a little bit again on Monday, and then they slowly whittled down to basically nothing on Thursday, 25 grams on Thursday, and then Friday, I got some carbs in, finally, Um, and then Friday night, uh, did a burger and fries before the show, Um, and then Saturday, got in some good carbs in the morning, kept things dry, no water, Uh, filled up on rice cakes and peanut butter and jelly backstage, all that kind of stuff, so... um, I. You know, the whole point was to get full, to get dry, um, feel like you can get a pump. I felt like I did. Um, <laughs> was I dry? Well, um, when I went to get glazed up backstage beforehand, um, the woman doing it was like, your skin's flaking off. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm dry. I know. Uh, so that worked. That worked well. I mean, I felt I felt really good about how things looked. Uh, the judges just dis- dis- disagreed. So um, anyway, I'll probably say that several times. And, uh, I guess the more I say it, the more obvious it is that it does bother me a little bit, but I really, I don't really care. Basically, I don't like mysteries. I tell this with my clients all the time. Like, you know, if you're, uh, if you're not performing well or you're not feeling well or something like that, or or something medically appears to be wrong, I don't like mysteries. Like, let's get an answer, even if we're not happy with it. So then we're not wondering same thing here. It's like, what happened with the placing? I don't know. I want an answer. Um, I want to know, um, or at least have a reasonable guess. And right now it's just a big mystery. I don't like mysteries. So um, going back then, you know, kind of working through peak week, it was fine. I mean, it was was a slog. It was exhausting. Um, The water was difficult to manage. Uh, As far as like, you know, we've talked a lot about peak week protocols and stuff like that here. Um, all we did was manipulate water and carbs. Um, sodium didn't change for the whole week. I, I maintain uh, very high sodium intake all the time. That did not change. We actually spiked it up even higher, um, the morning of the show. Um, we've talked a lot about, you know, with, with interviews and stuff about, uh, Uh, diuretic protocols. It's been in the news a lot lately. Uh, my diuretic protocol was MHP expel over the counter dandelion root based diuretic, um, twice a day, morning and evening. So, um, now I did drop about nine pounds on peak week. Um, some of that was fat, some of that was water. Um, so I was really, really pretty well dialed in and I came in at like 194 and change on Friday morning. I was like, Whoa. Okay. So And uh, my, my weight cap was 212. So if anything, I'm like, well, I'm way under the weight cap. That doesn't work in my favor here. But ultimately, it's about how you look, not about how much you weigh. So whatever. I had to keep telling myself that. So, uh, Friday rolls around. I've got a full day of client check ins. Um, and I was very adamant with my Friday crew. I'm like, I need you all to be on time. And if you're late, you're getting ignored. Sorry. Um, and I'm not, not doing it on Monday. It's like, I gave them three days' notice. I'm like, if anybody's late, you're just getting ignored for the week. If you're one minute late, you're, you're done. So, uh, they, uh, almost everybody cooperated with that, which was great. So, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, so, left around noon um, to head down to Atlanta. It was about a three and a half hour drive that turned into a much longer. Than that, because I had to stop to pee every 20 miles along the way. Um, We took our dogs with us. So it was me, my wife, Dina, our best friend, Trey, um, who, you know, neither of them are plugged into the bodybuilding world. More about them later because they were the real MVPs of this weekend. They really were. Um, And then Taz and Derby in the backseat and all our bags back there. So good old, you know, extended family trip on down. made a few stops uh, along the way, got to Atlanta, traffic slowed way down. There were wrecks to everybody who lives in Atlanta. I just got to say, I don't know how the fuck you do it. Um, <laughs> uh, the traffic is just so bad. It's so bad. And we got in there it was around like, you know, three o'clock on a Friday afternoon. So I know it's going to be bad then, but you know, pretty much anywhere we tried anytime we tried to go anywhere and it wasn't the dead of night or five in the morning um it was a shit show regardless of where we were trying to go it's like man just bad traffic is the one constant around there so um the show is at the georgia international convention center which is near the airport we had an airbnb in hapeville which is very close to the airport as well so it was about a 10 minute drive and most of the um like, we had to go there at, like, you know, I think we went at, like, 6 p.m. from our Airbnb to uh, the convention center on Friday. Traffic wasn't too bad then. It was a little nutty still. We survived. And then um, we were there long enough that when we left, it was uh, everything was pretty quiet. And then we went back on show day. Um, I I had my wife drive me over there at, like, 5.15 in the morning. So, on Saturday, that was fine. So, no major issues there. Um, so, we get into our Airbnb, and at this point, like this was the, the time that I was really stressing because check ins are between 4 and 8. My TAN appointment is at 7 p.m. And we roll in at like 4.30, and I know I've got to eat right away. I've got to take pictures and a video for Coach, and then I've got to get in the shower. I've got to get every last bit of hair off my body, get exfoliated, get cleaned up, final shower before getting spray tan. So, And that would be my final shower until after the show. Um, So it's like rush, 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 hurry, 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 do all that. Okay, we got it. I didn't make it with a ton of time to spare. Um, I wanted to be able to leave there by about – 615 get to the convention center around 630 give myself 30 minutes to check in and then get my tan so that and that played out just fine um no issues there uh there was an issue you go to check in and if you haven't done it before um you know you need to have your npc card which i purchased mine in advance uh, in the past i have just purchased it at the at check in so you can you know they have a place there where you can buy your npc card uh and, uh, so I just, you know, you know, they don't, if you purchase it in advance, they do this thing now where they don't mail you a physical card. Um, it's just like when you, when you purchase it, um, that shows you your NPC card number on the screen and you need to like screenshot that, <laughs> that that's your card. And then the funny thing is I did get something in the mail from them a couple weeks later. I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe they are sending me a card, even though they said they weren't going to no what they sent me was an envelope to give them money for a card next year like dudes <laughs> it was funny it was funny i thought that was hilarious so um so anyway, I showed my NPC card and then they, they, you sign a sheet of paper. Okay. Somebody else looks at it. They have like seven people all in a row to look over and blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. You get your number. All right, cool. And then they, they get your height and they uh, weigh you. And so this is the first thing that really kind of threw me for a loop. Um, so I take off my shoes and that, you know, they, they tell you to wear your trunks for classic physique um, at weigh in. And uh, so I had him on there, like, all right, strip down, I'm like everything, upper body too, because like, I had my hoodie on. I'm like, oh, what a pain in the ass. Okay, he's like, well, if you know you're going to make weight, don't worry about it. All right, cool. So, um, they uh, measure me, and they say I came in at five ten and a half. Now I might have been slouching or something like that. I have always known myself to be six foot, so either I'm shrinking. I had bad posture or some combination of the two I don't know but at five ten and a half, and a half my weight cap was like 205 and I weighed in at 203 so I'm like oh shit just because you know I mean that morning I was 194 and change but you go throughout the day etc you're drinking two gallons of water you're eating stuff blah 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 and I'm still wearing clothes etc so 203 I'm like oh shit so I just kind of barely made it (laughs) uh that was the I'm still of all the things that happened over the weekend, I am the most upset about that height measurement i mean that that changes my perspective on basically everything in my life that's disappointing that is the most disappointing thing from the whole weekend. I am not fucking five ten and a half, okay I'm just not. I'm not. So I I told myself, like, as soon as I got back home, I was going to measure myself properly here. I have not done that yet. I think part of it is I'm scared to see what it actually is, if that's actually correct or not. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a wake up call. So, uh, went through all that, got, at that point I'm checked in. Um, so uh, at that point also, I finally got to meet, uh, Andrew, who was my client there who was also doing the show and he was doing, in, he was in bodybuilding. It was his first show. He was doing, uh, novice and, uh, open. So, uh, for a first show and, uh, it was cool to meet him. And so we hung out a lot over the, uh, over Friday and Saturday. Um, and post-show we, uh, all went out with him and his wife as well and had, uh, had burgers and all this stuff post show. So it was cool. It was good to be able to meet him, hang out with him. And you know, with what I do, it's, it's very rare that I ever get a chance to actually meet a client in person. So it's always cool. So I like that. Um, so we went and, uh, from there, my tan was at seven, his was at seven thirty. We both went to the tanning area at like six fifty, and they just let us both back there cause they were ahead of schedule or people weren't showing up, I guess. I don't know. So that whole process went fine you do the base coat. You don't get a ton of color, but enough, um, you dry, uh, with a, stand there with a little blower blowing on you. Okay, cool. Every time I've done a show in the past, I've always done my own tan. This is the first time I've actually paid for it. Um, which yeah, I will never do my own ever again. Just being able to do it and not have to worry about it. It's just such an easier process. And it's always gross. Um, There's there's no way to get a gnarly spray tan like that and have it not be gross. But uh, it wasn't too bad, all things considered. The worst part of it is just, you know, um, the fact that you can't shower (laughs) until until you're all done with everything. Like you sleep in it and like all you want to do is like, I want to take a shower so bad. Oh, I got, nope. 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 Can't do that. So, um, anyway, uh, after that we went and, uh, uh, at coach's order, um, had a burger and some fries, um, had some vodka, which was interesting. Um, I'm not a vodka drinker. I don't care for it. Um, but it was specifically designed to help manipulate water a little bit, um, four ounces. So man, I was sloshed let me tell you there's nothing quite like being drunk off your ass the night before a show um but i felt fine the next morning all good all good and you know woke up super super dry um just really crazy. It was kind of funny having that burger on Friday night. It was a a burger, no cheese and a double order of fries. I all that. And then I had half of my wife's fries too. Um, and like, as I was eating, I was feeling tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. Like there was no stomach distension or anything like that at all. It's like every bite of food I took, everything felt tighter. Like my abs felt tighter and everything. So that's how I knew I was pretty well dialed in at that point. Like, yeah, body's ready for this. So, um, Went to bed, woke up on Saturday, feeling good. Um, weight was up a little bit just from the late meal the previous night. Um, had some carbs, uh, packed up, went to the venue, um, had my second tan there. That's when they, they do most of the color. They say the first, uh, first night was mostly just primer. So um, more of the color comes on. Again, stand there in front of the blower, dry, 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 dry. And then you're just sitting around waiting. So I found Andrew. We sat around, chatted for a bit, Um, talked about our favorite um, energy drink flavors. (laughs) You know, you always find some some common ground you can connect on, right? (laughs) I kid. I had a great time with him. He's cool. Cool. So. and his whole thing was Saturday. Like he had to get back after the show. He had to drive back to Charleston. It was like a four hour drive, um, and try and get a little sleep and then get up super early. Cause he was doing a sunrise photo shoot on the beach the next morning. So I didn't have anything like that going on. Thank God. Um, but, uh, he made it back in time. So, and, and all went well. I think he was probably sleeping all day today or yesterday, but, uh, either way he made it. So, um, So eventually, you know, 7 o'clock rolls around. We're both tan. We're just waiting. So meeting starts at 7, and it's one of those – You know, typical, like this meeting could have been an email kind of things. And, uh, you know, everybody and their uncle got up to say something promoters for the next shows, one in December, one in April, got up and got the mic and talked about their upcoming shows. The head judge talked about like how to request feedback. The DJ got a talk and he actually had useful stuff to say because there were two people whose music were corrupt. And so he needed them to hunt him down. Okay, cool. That's the kind of thing that you need to have in a meeting. Um, it was just you know it went on for like 40 minutes god and there was one thing that i've I've, it was an interesting moment where uh lee haney because it's the lee haney games was the show so the man himself um got the mic and he was talking because this was all just the guys so um the guys go at 8 a.m bodybuilding classic physique men's physique uh they do pre-judging they do finals almost immediately after that and then the guys are done the women start at two and then they do pre-judging and finals so it was men in the in the first part of the day women in the second part of the day which it was an unbelievably good format for the show it really worked well just because there are fewer people backstage like the women aren't anywhere to be seen um and as a guy, being able to go in the morning and the fact that I was done with the entire show for the day by one in the afternoon, what a gift to not have to wait through a giant break and come back at four or five or six PM in the evening for finals and stick around till eight, nine, ten, eleven at night uh, until it's all done. I mean, God, how awesome! How awesome. I wish more shows would adopt that format. It is absolutely the way to do it. So, uh, I would like to say that going forward, I will never do a show that's not that format, but um, ultimately beggars can't be choosers. What's uh, a lot more important is how close is the show to home? When is it on the calendar? And at that point, your options get narrowed down enough. You, you don't really have the ability to be too selective, and there aren't too many shows that I've seen that have a format like this one. I hope more adopt it; that would be great. But so the the meeting um, was just guys. Um, the women were having their meeting at uh, one, I think, something like that. So um, Lee Haney grabs the mic and he thanks everybody for coming. Blah blah blah, and then he he goes into this very heartfelt spiel about taking care of your health and he said there's been a lot of noise in the industry there's been a lot of people dying lately and it's because they don't take care of themselves and he's like you have to take care of yourself you know when you do a show like this if you're running a cycle you have to come off you have to cycle off of things you have to take care of your liver you have to get your blood work done you have to get your heart checked out you have to do all this stuff and i'm like man I love that he's saying this. This is so cool. People need to hear this. This is coming from somebody who has an authentic voice and commands respect and people are going to listen to him. And that's when he pivoted to sell his seven day detox product. I'm like, fucking a, I mean, you were doing so well and then you botched the landing. So no, no, it's not about everybody taking care of themselves. It's about selling bullshit supplements. God damn it. Like so close and yet so far. So still the, the sentiment is there. It just, as soon as he pivoted to that, it suddenly felt a lot less genuine. I was, I was disappointed. So, oh, well it is what it is. So, um, and then, uh, after that we were all dismissed. We go backstage and you know, Andrew bless his heart. He was the first guy up in the whole show. Like he was in, um, bodybuilding which went first novice class a and he was the one guy in that class so i'm like well you're kicking off the show dude have fun with that but what they did is they rolled novice a and novice b all into one class so uh so he didn't have to go up on stage by himself he went up with the next novice class as well and did the mandatories that way which is good because you don't want to be that guy who's like the only guy up on stage okay i'm doing all my mandatories here yay look at me uh it's just easier if you're if you're in a lineup with other people so so that was good so um the whole process if you haven't been there before is you know what what show day comes down to as a competitor ultimately is is one thing which is pay the fuck attention always know what's up um you know they they said because there's expediters backstage getting people lined up and they always say like you know we're not gonna hunt you down if you're not here you know it's your job to find us well that's bullshit they were absolutely hunting people down you know to their credit They say that because they want people paying attention, but they can't have people not on stage, you know, that are supposed to be there. So they are going to hunt you down, but they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to. But the other thing is nobody's backstage calling Darren Star, Darren Star. Where are you? They're calling thirty four. 34. I don't respond to 34. I got that number, you know, 12 hours ago. It <laughs> doesn't mean shit to me. So you gotta you gotta know what your number is and attune your brain to that so that you respond to that. Uh, I say it's kind of like having a secret identity if you're a spy and, well, my name's not Daniel. Well, it is if you're a spy and uh, if you don't respond to that, they're gonna know that you're a spy and they're probably gonna kill you. So the, the stakes are a little bit lower at a bodybuilding show if you don't respond innately to your number being called. But still, you want to pay attention. Um, the worst thing that you can do backstage is have headphones on. It's the one thing that you want to do because you just want to drown out everyone else, but you can't have headphones in. You got to be paying attention. You got to know who's up on stage at all times. You got to know how quickly they're moving so you have a sense of how much time you have. Okay, there's four classes here. What are those classes? Those are bodybuilding classes. Okay, there's five people or fewer in those, so they're not going to do call outs. So those are going to go a little bit quicker. Oh, this class has 13 people in it. They're going to do th- that. That class is going to be up on stage for a long time. Okay, cool. So, and and, you know, the, a good show will have all that stuff printed out and taped up onto the wall backstage. So if you're able to keep your eyes on that and just kind of walk over, check on it periodically, you know, Keep abreast of what's going on. Where are they in the show? How quickly are they moving? Because ultimately, what you want to know is when should you be taking in food, fluids. When do you go and get glazed up? When do you get your final tanning touch-ups done? When do you start pumping up? You know, your last-minute, whether it's sugar or sodium loading, whatever you want to do, you just have to be paying attention. You have to have a good. uh, What what I get from from clients more often than not is um, they didn't get a chance to pump up because um, the show snuck up on them and that just tells me like you got to pay closer attention it shouldn't sneak up on you um like you need to be that that ocd person who's always like where are we now where are we now where are we now are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? You got to be that person. Um, So you always have to know where the show is and the pace at which it's moving. And part of it comes from experience. Like you might not necessarily know that class size is going to dictate how quickly a class gets moved through. Um, But if you've got a class with two guys in it, for example, um, you know, there's no call outs, they They aren't going to need to take a lot of time to look at that class, probably. They're going to run them through the mandatories once. There's no need for anybody to switch places and run through the mandatories again. Um, so that class is going to be up and up and out of there pretty quick. Um, if you get a class with five in it, they're probably not going to do call-outs, but they might call for some places to be switched, which is going to require them to then run through the mandatories again. If you've got six or more, um, well, six, they'll usually do all at once. Beyond that, you're looking at probably a call-out situation where suddenly the time spent on that class is going to be about double what it would be for any other class. So, um, And the more shows you do, the more you know that. And uh, it also is not helpful if they don't have competitor lists printed out back stage, which any decently run show should so that you can see each class on a piece of paper. There'll be names and numbers of everybody in there so that, you know, and sometimes, you know, they'll have, um, like the, you don't necessarily know who's up on stage. So, you look at who's lining up to go up on stage next, you look at their numbers that they're wearing on their hip, and then you go over to the competitor list and you see what class those numbers are in. You're like, okay, this is men's physique, open B. All right, cool. So here I am in relation to that. Cool. I have four classes. So you got to pay attention and really, really know what's going on uh, and really, really keep yourself abreast of exactly where they are on the show, how quickly they're moving. It, I can't overstate that enough, because if you don't have some sense of the timing involved, you're not going to do anything right. Um, because it's all about timing, um, when it comes down to what happens right before you go up on stage. So I didn't have any issues there. Um, I gave myself plenty of time to pump up, um, had bands with me. Um, so got glazed, started pumping up a little bit and, you know, you kind of ramp up a little bit. I want to give myself a good 10, 15 minutes of just kind of going through everything and, uh, plenty of time for that so it all went really well. Um, and then you get up in line and then, uh, what they did is let's see, it was masters 35 plus, which was the first classic physique class at this show. So we were the first ones after bodybuilding to go up. Um, and there were 10 in the class and they never looked to start, Um, at, uh, all 10 guys at once. So they let five guys on stage, the first five, I was not in that group. And this is just based on numerical order. Um, so they let the first five guys on stage, they put them through the quarter turns and the compulsories, and then they sent them, um, off to, um, the stage left wing of the stage. And then my group, the second five walked on, we did the same thing and they sent us to the stage right wing of the stage. So we're kind of forming a V And then at that point, they do uh, your first call out. And the thing that kind of struck me is when they did the first call out, they took four guys from the first group and one guy from my group. And it immediately struck me as like, well, those are the first guys that they saw. And it just got in their head. You know, I don't know. Was there validity in that probably not but it did kind of make me think immediately like hey wait a second (laughs) It seems stacked very heavily towards the first group of guys that they saw um, and again, I haven't seen pictures to break down uh, Who you know, it's probably the right call probably the right call But in the moment you're standing there up there on stage You didn't get picked in the first call out and your brain immediately goes towards. Hey, fuck you (laughs) It's like your initial reaction um And uh, so they spent a lot of time on the first call out. And the thing that was really disappointing after that. And uh, I mean, I can't really fault the judges for this, but at the same time, I kind of can, um, they, uh, then they did the second call out, right. Which is my group. And, uh, at that point, like you just go in line, uh, you go stand up and the, you know, just basically not quite random order, but pretty close to it. Um, and then they'll move you around. They move me to the outside. So now I'm like, Oh great. So I'm like ninth or 10th out of 10 here. Great. This is awesome. And so, you know, you're still smiling trying not to be like, fuck you guys. This sucks. Um, cause I can tell you like I'm over it now in the moment. I ain't going to lie. It hurt a little bit. I'm like, no, this is not what the last four months have led up to fuck this shit. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it was disappointing. And uh, two days later, I'm totally over it. I don't really care. But uh, in the moment, it does sting a little bit. You can't can't say it doesn't. Um, and the thing that was disappointing, however, was they're putting the second call out through the group. And I don't think the head judge ever looked up at the group once. Every time I looked, he was talking to the mic. He was looking down at his paper and not looking up. And he ran through those poses so fast, he couldn't have seen anything anyway. So it was very much like, a, okay, we did the first call out. These guys, fuck these guys. They weren't the first call out, so who gives a shit? Like, it very much had a second-class citizen kind of feel to it. Um, that was kind of shitty. And so that kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. And so you walk off stage, you're like, oh, okay. Well, that happened. All right. Um, and then uh, I know I've got, uh, they've got to get through a couple more master's classes they got to do novice and then they're going to do open a b c and d i'm in open c um so i've got a little bit of time where okay chill breathe get ready i'm gonna to have to go through the whole pump up routine again because there's long enough that i'm gonna you know everything's gonna flatten out again so i'll need to eat a little bit more um, so i had a couple more rice cakes i had some time to kill so um did that and just rested. You know, got my feet back up. Got off my, got on my ass and got my feet up, um, and just chilled. And then got back in line, pump up again. Okay, cool. And then, you know, here is where. You start playing head games with yourself, which is kind of interesting because you're like, well, that was masters and, you know, Open's supposed to be more competitive, but I've seen all kinds of things where, you know, people do better in open than they did in novice or in masters. So, you know, maybe I was on the cusp before and close to it. So maybe that first call out's going to happen here. Um, And so this time I was just because of how the numbers worked, I was in the first group of guys that walked on stage. So there were eight of us. So they brought out the first four. I was the fourth in that group, just again, based on numerical order. Um, so they put you through all the paces. Great. I felt good about the posing. I did the first time as well. I felt like I nailed everything. My transitions were crisp. I landed in every pose the way I wanted to. I remembered everything from posing practice. Um, they move you pretty quick, but they, they give you time to set up and hold it. So, um, the one thing that I found was very funny was I was not sweating at all. Like I had no fluids left. There was nothing to sweat out. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of funny like okay. Yeah. All right. I felt good up on stage. Honestly felt, felt really good um, And so then um, after we run through that they take us and put us stage left off uh, to the side of the stage They bring out the next four and look at them cool Put them off to the right side of the stage and then they do the first call out which is your top four in this case Or did they do five? I can't remember um, and once again, they call out almost everyone from the first group except for me (laughs) this time I was in the first group so before they called out almost everyone from the first group and I was watching that from the other side of the stage like "Eh, that doesn't seem right and here it was uh everyone from the first group made the first call out except me now I'm starting to take things personally a little bit I'm like hey okay hold on a second here and so they put the first um call out through their paces meanwhile I'm standing off to the uh, stage left side of the stage all by myself The only guy who didn't make it standing over there, smiling, holding a pose, getting really fucking tired and just being like, "Okay, this is some bullshit. I need to get out of here. I won't get off this fucking stage. Uh, But you can't let that show on your face. Um, And uh, to my credit. Uh, my wife said that it didn't show like she had an idea how I was feeling, even though she didn't really understand the whole call out process, but she knew that whatever happened, it wasn't good for me. Um, which like, I couldn't tell you look fine up there. Like, all right, cool. Well, <laughs> acting. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, they do that. And then again, the second call out, they get up there, rush you through the poses as fast as they possibly can. Nobody's looking up at all. Um, at one point, uh, I can't remember if this was in the first group or the second group, but the head judge, um, you know, he's calling out poses. He says back double bicep. And then from there he goes to side tricep after that. Um, and one of the times he called out side chest instead of side tricep because he just wasn't paying attention. And so I hit side chest. I'm like, I dare you to tell me I'm doing the wrong thing. Cause I heard you loud and clear. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. And so then I file off stage and I'm like, well, okay, that happened. So I know I don't have top five. And now I'm like, okay, well, ultimately, what were my goals at this show? And this is where I start kind of talking to myself and trying to ground myself a little bit. I'm texting back and forth with coach throughout the whole process. And she's like, what's going on? And you know, my wife had posted a bunch of pictures from the first group that I was in. Kelly found those and she uh, put together a collage and sent it to me. And she posted that. And she's like, everything here looks great. I need to see the rest of these guys. What the fuck's going on? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and I still don't know. We're still, you know, it's Monday morning here. It's almost 10 a.m. And they haven't posted anything yet. No, that's fine. They can take their time with it. But, uh, I do want answers eventually. I want some kind of a, you know, I want to solve the mystery. Um, so I'm texting back, with, back and forth with her, and she's in troubleshooting mode. She's like, well, did this happen? Did this happen? How do you feel? But I'm like, everything was great. Yeah, no complaints. I hit everything on the mark exactly as instructed. I felt good. Um, hit all the food that I needed to. The, the timing um, was right. Pump was good. Dry as hell. Feeling really good. I don't know. I don't know. She's like, "Yeah, all right. Well, whatever. Push it out of your head. Um, she's like, you know, you've got your routine coming up, and that's what you got to focus on now. Like, yep. So... My goal going into the show, I ain't going to lie. I would have loved to have done really well and gotten a place and walked away with some hardware. Of course, you're not being honest with yourself. If you say that doesn't matter at all, I would have loved that. It wasn't really the priority for me. The priority was a few things. Go through the process, share the journey with everybody. And hopefully let a little bit of what I'm doing rub off on some of my clients. And uh, I I feel like that really, really happened. Like the feedback that I've gotten from people has been really overwhelming. It really has been. And so I'm so appreciative for that. I mean, that means a lot to me. If I would have taken first and won the overall, that would have been secondary to the feedback that I've gotten from everybody else. Um, so... I can't thank everybody who's thrown their support my way. I can't thank you enough. I mean, seriously, it means everything to me. So um, that was part of it. The other part was I wanted to have a fairly gentle rebound after the show and not blow up like a dumb motherfucker. Um, so far, as of Monday morning here at 10 a.m., I will say I've failed at that. <laughs> More on that to come. More on that. To, I'm, I'm fixing it. More on that to come. Uh, and the the other thing was. Uh, I really wanted to do my routine and it's not like I had really, I hadn't really practiced a routine. It really, what I wanted to do because I used original music stuff that I wrote. Um, and, uh, I did an edit of it specifically just over a minute long for posing routine music. And I wanted to hear that shit blast through the sound system. And I wanted to feel that when I got up on stage to do my routine And then just, you know, however that felt, that was going to dictate what I did as far as my routine was concerned. So um, when the time came for that, that moment, even though there was all kinds of disappointment leading up to it, that moment, that minute was everything that I hoped it would be. Uh, That was cool. That was fucking cool to hear your shit blasting through the speakers. Nobody else really gives a shit. My wife and and our friend were over there. They they loved it. But um, that was fun that was a lot of fun. So I did post a video of that, uh, that my wife shot. I posted that on Instagram so you can see and hear that there's going to be a professional video that comes um, later, but honestly, I kind of like the shaky cam footage of it a little bit more to be honest with you. So, um, that was a lot of fun. And then <laughs> here's the thing that was kind of shitty. So, um, they, uh, because you're doing your routines this is for masters so you only do your routine once i was in two classes you only do your routine once so um for the second class it's just you know if there's anybody in that class that hadn't been in one before then they would do their routine but it's only you know people who haven't done it before so i get off stage from my routine and there's like two other guys that go and so they're kind of like stacking people in the right order and then they just let the top five back on stage Um, for award presentation, like, oh, okay, well, I know I didn't make that. And they kind of shoved me into the back of the line. So as soon as those guys go up on stage and I'm like, oh, okay, they don't need me again here. Cool. All right. Um, so then for the open class, which came later, they call everybody out, get y'all in line. And then, uh, they kind of stack in order again. But since I'm I'm not on stage doing a routine, there's not a, an opportunity for me to like get out of line and then be put back into it where I belong at the end of it. Um, so instead they have other people cutting in front of me. They get those five guys on stage and I'm just waiting around at this point like, okay, I can go home, right? <laughs> and there's two female expediters back there. They're both kind of looking at me and not saying anything and then they're kind of looking at each other. And then some guy um, comes from on stage and walks down and looks at me. He's like, "You didn't make top five. I'm like, I fucking know. Will somebody just tell me I can go home. Like I want to stick around just in case somebody got disqualified or something like that. It happens. I don't want to leave early. That's being a bad sport. Just like some quit beating around the bush and just tell me like, we don't need you. You're good. Okay, cool. It's like, no, no, we gotta, we gotta get this guy to tell him because we don't want to do that. We don't want to hurt his feelings. I'm like, I already fucking know. <laughs> Just tell me I can go, please. Cause I'm going to go eat. Uh, it was, it was funny. It was, it was weird. So that was, I felt like that was kind of shitty, but whatever. Anyway. And then from there it was, Hey, show's over. Cool. Let's get out of here. Um, let's go back to the house, shower. Um, the tan washed off very easily. Thank God for that. Um, and then, uh, met up with Andrew and his wife, Rebecca, at the vortex in Atlanta, which is a 21 and over only bar with, uh, some kick-ass burgers. So I had a uh, black and blue, blue cheese burger, um, with some fries, which was good. Just had diet Coke, no alcohol for me. I did have a glass of wine when we got back to the house later that night. Um, ate some junk for sure. Um, and then Sunday the goal was I'm gonna take kind of a relaxed day here and not binge eat But just not really worry about what I'm having. So we went to Waffle House for breakfast, which was great Um, and then made a stop one thing that I really wanted to do and I've said this to clients in the past before and this is Uh coining a phrase from my wife. Um, she says you are a connoisseur of low quality foods Guilty totally am Absolutely, I love junk food. Is my favorite food group, bar none. So, um, one of the things that I wanted to do was have the freedom and flexibility to just walk into a convenience store and just pick something, like the literal kid in the candy store. Because I haven't been able to do that for months. And I just want to be like, yes, all right. Well, the thing is, I picked a few things and I ate them all right away. That kind of set a bad tone. And then when we got back home, I had a couple of donuts. And then I'm like, okay, I need a good clean meal here. All right. So I made some, some uh, eggs and egg whites and chicken and veggies. So, all right, cool. (sighs) And then there was going to be a last hurrah of some pizza, um, for dinner. Right. So I did that, choked it down with some Oreos after that. And that kind of put me over the edge. I'm like, okay, I now officially feel like fucking ass and balls. This sucks. So I woke up this morning at, uh, I like nine pounds up from yesterday, which was about seven pounds up from Friday. Uh, so, not good, not good. But I know I'm holding probably about eight pounds of water. So, today the goal is keep everything clean. I woke up, I did 45 minutes on the bike. I'm not lifting this week. I'm taking the week off. And honestly, I've I've gotten a gallon of water in already today, and I already feel better. I got a little bit of heartburn. So um, I'm kind of taking a little bit of a chill pill. Um, I'm going to lay off some carbs for today um, because I don't need them. I've had plenty. I'm not trying to starve myself back into prep or anything like that. I just want to give my body a couple of days to kind of catch up. I do also have a photo shoot on Thursday. So um, I have to kind of keep everything in some semblance of working order until then. So, um, so that's the show in a nutshell, pretty much. That's how it happens. So, um, a lot of people are asking, well, what's next? What are you going to do? Like, well, I don't know that I'm going to do one next year. So it depends on what our determination is from this show. As far as, you know, the kind of feedback that we get, um, what Kelly and I figure out as far as looking at photos, um, what we think happened, um, you know, what was it like? Well, that's some questionable judging. I don't know. I feel pretty good about that. Honestly, my thing, my thinking is like, no, I was just beat. I was just beat by guys who worked harder than me and I can accept that. Uh, I'm okay with that. You know, (laughs) I feel like I worked pretty hard, but I think the, the most likely answer is I worked hard, but not hard enough. You know, and I feel like I've got good um, genetics. I feel like I have a really, really good structure with really good lines. And what this showed me, I think, is that ain't enough. You need more size. And I think the conditioning was okay, but being a little sharper wouldn't hurt. Um, But I probably just need more size, realistically. I think if I put, you know, another 10 pounds on my frame, cool. End of discussion. We're good to go. That's really hard. And I don't know how realistic that is to do it in a way that's at all healthy. So um, you got to think about that a little bit. Um, Next year, I will be eligible to compete in Masters 45 plus, which will help. So I don't know Um, right now what's next. I'm not sure what's next in the immediate future is I need to feel better um, because my, my stomach and my midsection, my water retention are crazy. Um, I need to take a little time to, uh, out of the gym. So take that extra time this week to focus on catching up on some business related stuff like this podcast. I have some blog writing that I want to do as well. So being out of the gym and not having to worry about that, you know, Two hour appointment every day, including travel time there and back. Um, having some more free time, just keeping myself focused and on task and doing stuff here will be helpful. Um, and uh, beyond that, I'm not sure. Um, clearly, we need to spend a little bit of time growing, but how, what those priorities look like, I'm not sure just yet. So we shall see. We shall see. Um, but also, um, i (laughs) i do not have enough good things to say about what a trooper my wife was throughout this her and our friend trey both who are not bodybuilders um you know so they're, they're not gym goers they don't give a fuck like you know my my wife at some point a couple months back um She she was saying like what what you know do do you need me to stay home and watch the dogs um, when you go to your show you're coming she's like oh I didn't know if you wanted me to come or not like well I didn't know if you wanted to come I mean sit at a bodybuilding show all day and you know like sure and maybe cheer for me but you know do you really want to sit through that I was not making the assumption that she would want to sit through that she's like of course so okay we got all that hashed out so she was gonna come and I figured like she's gonna suffer through it and sit there quietly and be be nice and man. Her and Trey got—they really got into it. They really did, and it was—it was really cool to watch. I'm not gonna lie, uh, it was funny. Like the, the, some of the commentary they made. I, I said, like, you know, what you guys need to do is there needs to be a live stream of a bodybuilding show, and instead of Sean Ray commenting on it, uh, we need to put you two as like Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets down in the corner giving your snarky feedback on everything because the shit that they had to say was hilarious. Um, I was not exempt. Some of it was about me too. Um, like some of my facial expressions or the way I didn't smile or stuff like that. Um, but you know, like <laughs> there was a comment that, you know, what they call it in, in bodybuilding they call it the banana hammock division um because you know they, they don't. or um men's physique was the pretty boy division um because they don't know what then they don't know what the names of things are is kind of which is part of what makes it so funny so they're like yeah in the banana hammock division some guy's ball fell out of his banana hammock i'm like oh okay and then my wife's like you know what the judges should deduct points Every time somebody adjusts their junk on stage, I'm like, I, I agree with that. Actually, if you can't get that shit squared away backstage, you should be deducted points. So, um, they, they had a lot of fun with it. It was so cool to have them there, um, have their support, but also have their sense of humor along with it as well. Um, was really cool. So, um, I did not expect that they would get out of it what they did. So. That was fun so um, Trey said so we don't need to come to one next week but if you do another one like ten years down the road absolutely invite us back <laughs> so that was uh, that was cool it was very cool to do that so uh, I'm glad we were able to do that we took the dogs with us the dogs were no help at all they were not supportive or anything like that they uh, they didn't give a shit so um, after my spray tan on Friday night I got back to the house and Derby jumped on me I'm like no Don't mess up my tan, girl. Um, She didn't know what was going on. So Um, Anyway, that's that's the show in a nutshell. So what's next? I'm not sure. What's next is um, problem solving and troubleshooting and figuring out a short-term plan of attack for the next few weeks and then a long-term plan of attack beyond that. So I'm in no rush. I know what I need to do immediately, which is... um, Lose some of this water, get feeling better physically, get rested up this week, do my photo shoot on Thursday. And uh, once the weekend is over and we're looking into next week, probably get back into more of a structured routine. Um, but this week, just keep the diet in check um, and keep myself in a comfortable place physically and hopefully have a more gracious rebound. I think I can probably drop about eight pounds of water, which will help me feeling pretty comfortable. So um, that's what I'm going to hold on to here. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up and then continue chugging water and should be in good shape here so um as i said at the onset here um call in if you want to talk about this if you have questions about the experience um 865-518-2974 check out the drop go vote in the poll i'm going to leave that up for one more week and then we'll refresh it next week go over to facebook request an invite to the drop set listeners find that group um if you can't find it, somebody said that they couldn't find it, email me and I'll shoot you a link for it. Or hit me up on Instagram and I'll send you a direct link for it. And then you can go there and request an invite. So in the meantime, I appreciate you all sticking through story time here. Um, it, uh, it's been an interesting ride. And so now on to the next phase.